Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the new podcast, Nerds Adulting. I am your weekly, monthly, whenever I decide to upload this show's host, Peter. I am joined today by two lovely friends of mine, Justin. Justin, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? Uh, am I lovely? Am I really lovely? No, I know that that's I'm just using nice uh, descriptive words for you that aren't uh, that are completely untrue. So, um, fantastic! I love it. <laughs> also, I, mean, I and we are joined by Josh as well. Josh, you and I have done a few things in the past uh, on the gun. So, how have you been, man? What's up? How's it going? I'm good, man. I'm glad, just glad to be here again. Uh, I enjoy doing this kind of stuff. I know it's uh, something you're trying to do on your own, but I'm glad to help you with. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying really hard. Just so everyone knows. He said you're basically you're the sidekick. It's good to see you uh, taking the limelight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, pre- I appreciate it. I'm, I'm Batman, you're Robin. I appreciate that. So. <laughs> but uh, no, anyways, so basically the podcast is about grown-ups still trying to be adults, right? We're, we're essentially big kids, but we're grown-ups working, trying to make money and, um, you know, take care of our children, get married, whatever. You know, this is what grown-up things do, but we're still nerds at heart. So this show is focused on that. It's focused on their culture and how it kind of intertwines with being an, an adult. Um, so hopefully the content in the future um, will kind of evolve and, you know, be interesting. So that's kind of like what I've been thinking with this show. Um, that being said, so was adulting a requirement for this? Like, I, I don't even know I became an adult yet. Uh, no, there is no requirement. I would say uh, if you're not an adult yet, <laughs> uh, I think that is okay. Um, actually, I mean an, an adult, no, but you know, <laughs> No, actually, get off the show. You know, get out of here. You know, you know. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure you're considered an adult when you get to go to big boy jail. Big boy jail. Ah, yeah. Oh, then yeah. I'm an adult. So, um, yeah. So we're we're all trying to, I guess, be adults. I mean, I have two kids, so I'm still trying. But anyways, um, the idea that I had for the show was for this week was there was a lot <laughs> of news coming out for GameStop. Uh, a lot of bad news for this company. Um, they laid off about, I think it was 10% of their staff. Uh, no, sorry, 14% of their staff. I think it was two weeks ago that came out, and they announced that they're closing over a hundred and, no, 200 stores, forgive me. Um, and I thought about, hey, I had a lot of interesting stories about my time working for GameStop. I worked there for about five or six years. And I was like, I bet you other people out there does and i think a lot of people like to hear about that so that's what today's show's focus is beyond the interesting uh experiences that we've all shared working for for gamestop what do you guys (laughs) what do you guys think about that what do you what do you guys think you ready you down for that does it sound like fun yeah it should i think it's going to be a interesting topic yeah interesting is a is a key word uh (laughs) Lots of memories, that's for sure. <laughs> memories. We, we're gonna open up some some sore some sore wounds there, or some. Uh, yes. Uh, I think I should make an appointment with my therapist right now. <laughs> in you know, hey, I've since healed. I have I have a good story about how I reflect on my um, experiences with GameStop. So I have a, I have a way of spinning it around to a more positive vibe. But so. Oh, okay. Um. So that being said. Uh, I'm going to jump into some news topics revolved around GameStop, and it's kind of like a take it or leave it. You guys can chime in and say say what you want. Um, if you don't want to say anything, you can basically just pass. You, know, you guys ready for this? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, you're ready? Let's go! Are you ready, Justin? Are you? I'm ready! <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm convinced. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the company, GameStop, the company laid off roughly 14% of its associate base last month 
and has now reported a 14% decrease in global sales over the most recent fiscal quarter. What do you guys have to say about that, uh, Josh? I'll let you go first. So, that 14%, uh, what they say, that's like 120 people, yes. I'd say, they yes. said on the, on the yeah. According so, to totaling, coming, coming in here at 1.3 billion uh, total for the period. Uh, but that when they reported their loss, that's $415.3 million. That's a lot of money. Uh, because mm-hmm. in the year before, they reported having a loss of 24.9 over the same fiscal quarter. So if that's just for the quarter, I can only imagine that later on in the year, it's just going to get worse. Considering the fact that the business model for GameStop, as great as it was, you know, you have gamers in, people are coming in of all ages, you know, parents that don't understand, my son wants this game, I'll just go buy it for him. You know what I mean? Uh, <clears throat> but... Uh, having that that model that tailors to the gamer in the initial push for GameStop, which has been around for years, I'm sure it was such a great idea. But now the problems that come ahead with digital games and people uh, that do stuff like that and all, all these different platforms like Uplay, Steam, PlayStation Store, Xbox and Microsoft Store, like it's just so much easier to get your hands on a game from the comfort of home than it is to go to a GameStop drive 20 minutes drive 10 minutes and stand in line and not get the experience that you want which is just i just want to buy my game and get out and being able to do all this stuff online now just oversimplifies it for the user and i feel like uh, gamestop is in my opinion on the way out interesting yeah i kind of i'm gonna i have a question for you all regarding that topic that you just discussed but i'm gonna let justin chime in if you wanted to on what do you what do you have to say about the the news coming out that they're getting ready to lay off 14 percent of their associate base which is roughly 100 yeah i'm uh i mean honestly i'm not surprised uh you know just kind of the same things josh was mentioning you know everything is digital now and it makes it a lot easier to sort of purchase your games and and that purchase culture that gamestop once had where you would you know, go in, you would speak to your associate, you'd get your recommendations, all that stuff. It, it's a different market these days. So the kids are coming up, you know, the the mic, the marketing is everywhere. You got YouTube that's promoting Fortnite, the big thing, you know, kids don't, kids don't need that associate, you know, to direct them to what games to purchase because it's all in their face on all their devices that they're seeing. So, you know, the ease of purchase and the marketing that you're getting, it's like right there, they see it, they buy it. It's in their hands. They're off playing. They don't need to spend the you know the half hour to go to the store to purchase. So it's it's really not surprising to see sort of the the brick and mortar GameStop, you know, kind of taking this hit like this. Yeah, and you know what is interesting? I kind of jumped when Xbox 360 started with the digital purchasing of full games because that's kind of like when it started. I don't know if PS3 did it, um, if or when they started. I kind of feel like the 360 was kind of like they, they paved the way for this. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys? How do you guys feel about <clears throat> digital purchasing? I kind of know what you, most of you guys feel about it, but how do you? Do you guys like that? Do you or do you one of those people? I still have friends that want the physical, physical <laughs> copy of it, or they don't like the idea that they can shut down this game now because you know their service is no longer working, which we've seen with certain games in in the past. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, Justin, what do you think about that? How do you feel about digital purchasing versus um, the brick and mortar? Uh, model well so you know it's hard for me because you know as a a long time collector of you know just 
games in general from you know cartridges to cds to just having a shelf full of just pretty display cases of everything that i've purchased but you know with uh with a blown uh hard disk uh drive from my xbox sort of forced me into the digital market and uh i haven't got it fixed yet so I did all my purchases digitally now, and I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder. I feel like I have been cured of my hoarding of these physical things, and I'm so happy to be a digital buyer now. It makes me feel great. So down with the physical stuff. Give me the digital. Always there wherever I go. It's fantastic. Inter- I did not see that coming. Justin is down mm-hmm. for the digital. I did not see that coming. It's, a, it's an interesting yep. take. Shocking. Um, I kind of <laughs> abandoned that immediately because of space. Um, Josh, what are your? How do you feel about it? I'm, I'm pretty sure I know where you're going to go, but I'm kind of curious to see what how you about feel about it. digital purchases. Yeah, digital ver- going from having the physical. The, just the big differences between the physical copies to actually having. Uh, to digital you know like some people are collectors okay. like he was talking about and then some are just yeah. whatever they just want the content right so kind of <laughs> yeah kinda curious to, like, so what do you how do you feel about that so uh with my for example with my blu-rays i'm proud of my blu-ray collection right <laughs> i have over like 210 films on blu-ray all right so i have a whole like drawer that i have them all stashed in and i want to get something that i can display them all neatly and stuff but so when I had my PS3 and my Xbox, for each console, I had maybe 60 to 70, you know, but for both, you know, uh, hard copy games that I had all stacked on a shelf. And then uh, over time, it just became like, you know, Justin said, uh, a, a hassle to be moving them around. It, where's the disc? Was my sister in here? Did she move stuff around? You know, it's more about like I don't want people touching my stuff and I want to be able to access it when I want. Now, talking about access, right? With uh, digital copies, you can do preloads. So, for example, I had uh, Destiny when it first came out. I had it preloaded on my PlayStation. I think Destiny Mm -hmm. was actually the first game that I digitally bought uh, for PlayStation. And I had it uh, preloaded so that w- at midnight at release, I just started up and started playing. I didn't have to go to the store, stand in line, deal with hundreds of people that are also trying to do the same thing, uh, drive in the dark, you know, deal with traffic and all that stress at, you know, cause people might say, Oh, it's not stressful. You're just going home to play your game, but it's stressful for us. Like you just want to get home. I just want to get home play my game. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want anybody to call me. I don't want to eat. I don't want to drink. I just want to play this game that I've been waiting for for the last six years, and I want to be left alone while I do it. So I feel like the digital age coming in in terms of assisting with your access to the things that you want to play and you want to watch and you want to do uh, creates a whole new avenue for people that are, are, are just tired of the 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 usual old physical process of having to go down, stand in line. Do you have your receipt? No, I don't have my receipt. Then you know, get out of here. You know what I mean? You know, it's funny. Uh, so when you're talking about, I just wanted to say something because you're talking about how you go in, you just want to buy what you want. Like when I go into GameStop, I'm just there to buy like a controller. Or when I was buying a physical copy of a game, like you know, I, I just want that, right? So I thought I was like, mm-hmm. I should just make a T-shirt that says, "Yes, I know about trades." No, I don't want to reserve anything. <laughs> exactly, you know, just, exactly. That That's another thing. Right? You're completely right. You're completely right. You go in, they're like, hey, can I help you? 
I know more than you. And you go oh, yeah. and you do you do your thing. You're like, I want this game. Would you like to get another one? No, I just want this. I just want to play this. I don't want you to sell me anything. Do you want this thing? You'll get a cool t-shirt. No, I don't want that. It works. It might work. You know, when you say that stuff out loud to a parent who brings their child in and the child throws a temper tantrum, I want the t-shirt, you know, but it doesn't work on an adult who goes in there with it. You know what I mean? Right. If someone, for someone so like me or you, you or probably Justin, like we know what we want, we're going in there for what we want. Just leave us alone kind of thing. But exactly. So that actually, exactly. Let me add, do you guys both still shop at GameStop? Very rarely. Uh, the last thing I bought at GameStop was my uh, PX... 700s for for okay. that was the last thing um i think the last thing i the last thing i can recall i can't remember the last thing i bought from them but i did go into a store recently because i i inherited a rock uh rocksmith game but he lost the cord so i went there looking for that so that's the kind of like that's how i uh, that's how i'm a gamestop customer is i'm very like trying to find specific items so mm-hmm. but they didn't they didn't carry it used or anything so that I couldn't tell you the last thing I bought, and to be honest with you, when I ever, whenever I just kind of mosey into that store, I just look for like their t-shirts and their their actual geek, whatever that stuff is called now, um, that they purchase. You know, the website I forgot the name of it, but their geek stuff is what I look at when I oh, when I shop that, there. Uh, yeah, I know. We can like redeem players. points and stuff. Power to the players, yeah. Yeah, so I just the look power at, up rewards. Yeah, no, that's go. that's their their program there's actually a website um i'll think of it here in a minute but it's basically they they purchase this geek company that so sells like niche geek culture stuff so um and oh think geek yes there you go think geek thank you think geek that's what i if i buy anything that's what i look at and i really they have a store in savannah a physical store oh wow which i I think some news came out that they're actually shutting down that that i could be yeah they were last last time i went to the mall that they were in they were like yo but all right, I'm gonna move on. Unless you guys have anything else you want to say about that, um, I only have one more news topic concerning GameStop. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have anything you want to chime in on digital purchases and the layoffs? This is kind of no, tied. This just kind of ties in together anyway. So, and and the other news, I kind of mentioned it already. GameStop already plans to close up to 200 stores and could soon close even more. And what do you guys think about that? Um, and how do you feel? Uh, so Josh the idea is, you know, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry to like hijack. So the idea is that they're, <laughs> they're closing these stores. I didn't see you raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea that I'm they're the closing lovely one, these stores. So polite. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that they're closing these stores. I mean, I can kind of see the point because <laughs> there might be too many GameStops. You know, you, there's they say that between every GameStop is only a gap about five or six miles, and then That's five crazy. or six miles like between that and the other one. They're like Starbucks, just like mattress firms and Dollar Generals. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you'll be in the middle of nowhere, like in Ohio, in like uh, in a lake, and there's a Dollar General underwater. You know what I mean? So the the Game Stops there. Where when I was in Hinesville last in Georgia, when I was stationed in Fort Stewart, uh, finding a Game Stop was actually kind of hard. There was only one in the whole in the whole town. Uh, and then wow. Savannah was the nearest place that had another one, and that was like an hour drive. So, I mean, I guess there's places that are lacking and some places that have way too much. You know what I mean? So I guess they have to look at that balance. I doubt that they're going to reopen more stores or find new locations, but closing stores I feel like is definitely something they should do if they intend on 
on trying to save themselves. Well, they're they're going under like a reorg too, and I think didn't it like their CEO or one of their high level executives like quit after a month or something like crazy. Um, so yeah, he did. They're really just trying to reorg, and um, this is what happens. Um, but Justin, what do you think about the two hundred stores closing? What do you want to add to that? I think it was, you know, it was it was bound to happen. You know, like we touched on digital purchasing. You know, before digital buying was part of the culture. You know, you had GameStop, which essentially had the market on video game buying, you know, and when they blew up, what did they do? They took over Funko Land uh, locations. They took over EB Games and that merger. Going old school and on me over here. Funko Land. So they, had, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they had all this property out there that they probably got on the cheap as these other ones were getting taken out by, you know, the threat of GameStop as they were taken over. So they became a retail company. They were, they were popping all these up every location. That's because there was competition. They took them out. They took over their their locations so now as digital buying and all this um sort of a shift in 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 a gamer's buying habits you know now they're left with just all these locations so they they have to cut it they have to cut it down in order to stay you know prominent in the in in the market like that so it it's it's a long time coming yeah you know what's crazy you're talking about when they started growing do you they didn't be, they didn't have their ipo until 2002 February 12, 2002. I just looked it up real mm-hmm. quick and I was like, man, they they'd been in business for quite some time before their their IPO. But they opened up yeah. at $18 a share. I kind of wonder what their their price is now. I'll look at that later when when you guys are talking, not while I'm talking. But um <laughs> so yeah, it's I'm just I I was when I worked, I worked in uh, we were me and Justin, we grew up in the same area and we went to the same GameStop. So I'm kind of curious. Do you know if any of those stores have closed? I know Lincoln Mall store closed, which is a story that I'll get get into in Matson. Um, do you know if any of the other stores, like the other the Richardson Park I'm store? I'm not too no? sure. I'm I'm pretty sure they're still open. I hadn't heard. I feel like I would have found out if they had closed. Yeah, it's um so but I'm not sure at all. But yeah, they like you like you said, within five miles of each other, we had what, four right there in the in a five mile radius that we all worked at? Yeah, it was crazy. There was Olympia Fields <coughs> which I was just there, I don't recall if it's still open. I'm pretty sure it is. There's there was Olympia Fields, then about I don't know, what, five miles, maybe three miles to the yeah. to the west or yeah, to the west, there was Matson. And then right between Matson, another two miles up was Lincoln Mall store, and then mm-hmm. they they actually closed that one down I think before we started, and then there was another one. So it was just crazy. It was just nuts how all these stores. So but, many of them. But see, the thing is that they were doing was that nobody else did was trade ins. That was the one thing that they just had on the market was no one else was offering a trading system that GameStop had. Given that the markup was right. insane and the quality or the the pricing was like ridiculous, they were the only ones that were doing it. So people didn't care. They were just coming, trade their stuff in. It was quick and easy, especially when they started doing cash. Like, oh, my God. Like, I remember we started doing yeah. cash trade-ins. It was nuts. I'm like, you're going to get Especially like, the area we were in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked at Crestwood, the Crestwood store for a while, which I'll get into, um, which is close, a little bit closer to Chicago. And we actually had customers come in and tell us, do not accept trades from this person because they're addicted <laughs> to drugs and they're trying to get money for drugs. I was like, wow. <clears throat> which I'll get that. That's for the later part of the show. Uh, I'm going to kind of move on to get into like the meat and potatoes. Do you guys want to talk a little bit more about the stores closing? Is anything else you want to add to that? I'm going to get to the main topic, actually. I think, I know that I the... think GameStop needs to 
really overhaul their digital buying methods. Um, it's like as if they, they bought all this retail to make you closer to the store, to make it easy, yet you... Uh, you know, do not do sort of an overhaul of your website and buying uh, purchases through that. It, that's what they need to do. They need to get with the times. They need to sh- switch over to digital. They need to become the Amazon of video games. It might be too late for them, but feel, we'll see. Yeah, I think it might be too late for them, but I do understand uh, what you're trying to say, and that actually is the only route that I can see them doing. But like I said, we have all of these different uh, perif- uh, like online peripherals now. We have Uplay, Origins... Matt, you can even buy games on Amazon on the physical yeah. copies, or you could order <laughs> digital codes on Amazon. Yeah, I bought Grand Theft Auto Five. Who orders now? Yeah. Wow, there you go. So it's it's interesting what's what we've all the where the state of GameStop is in now from what we all grew up with. But um, that being said, I'm gonna kind of jump into our main topic. Is the main topic is we all worked at GameStop for however yep. long, right? We all had different stints. Josh, uh, how long did you work? Uh, at GameStop, I worked there. I worked there for about uh, three months. Okay, it's just a holiday seasonal thing. And you're perfect. You're perfect for this show because I want to. I, I got questions for you about that. I want to hear your stories of your experience as a game advisor working in the holiday season. Because um, that's all <laughs> you're kind of like segmented into that. That's all you really know was the holiday <laughs> season, right? Um, yeah. Justin and I were we're a little bit deeper. Justin, how long did you work at GameStop for? I was there for a little over four years. I think it was 2004 to 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, you worked there pretty long. I, I was there for about five five years, I think. I can't, I started when I got out of college in 2002, and then I was there until like 2007 or eight. On I quit for a year to work for cable for the cable company, Comcast. But um, So we all worked there. We all had different experiences. I want to kind of kick it off in the very beginning when you were shorty, you know what I'm saying, you were going to the store, whether whatever system you had. I had Nintendo when I remember going in there, and they had the little sheets of paper <laughs> that told you how much they cost. You supposedly could go in there and try the games, which, I, which was a bunch of bull crap because you couldn't. They would never let you, at least the store that I went to. Um, they so, let me. They yeah. let me try them out. Okay. So I remember that going. I was real young. I had to be like 10 or 11. It was called Funko Land, which you already mentioned. And um, so some of the memories that I have was, you know, I was that kid that was in, when we go to the mall, my mom would go into Fashion Bug or whatever it was, Macy's, and I would go into GameStop. I'd sit on the floor and I'd read the magazines. I'd look at the computer yep. games that I would never get to play because my parents would never buy me a computer. Um, <laughs> That would be able to play those games, and uh, so you were that shithead that yeah, uh, I was that the bait. We complained about as we were yes, there. Yes, I was that kid. Get that, out of my store! Yeah. <laughs> but I was a good kid. I didn't bother them. You know, I was I'm minding my own business. I put the stuff back the way I found it. But one of the fondest memories sure. I had uh, was I remember when NFL. Two things I remember: I was in high school, and Resident Evil Code Veronica for Dreamcast had come out. I left school. I ditched to go pick it up and go play it wow. that day. And I got in trouble because obviously, you know, the, the attendance sheet came back and it said I was, I got, they got a notice in the mail. And so I told my parents and they were not too happy about that. But I did that once. And I remember when NFL 2K first came out when Dreamcast first launched and I walked past the screen. This was like during holiday season, I think. And I saw the game playing and it was like mind blowing, like the snow falling. And it was just, I just remember that specifically how real it looked. Um, and that's a whole nother awesome. thing. But I remember that so vividly, and just my jaw dropped. And I'm like, I need this to play this. So, those are the earliest memories that I had um, uh, of GameStop slash Funko Land, Babbage's, whatever, whatever the million names that they had. Um, Justin, what are some of your favorite or most the things that stick out your mind most when you think about GameStop when you were young? 
Uh, I think my earliest memory, and it it was probably a Funko Land as well. Um, I remember it, it was like we were poor, so like going to going to the game store was like that was a holiday. That was like getting you know a happy meal at McDonald's. Like it was like once in a year kind of thing, and it was the best time of my life. And I think the the thing I remember farthest back was probably oh man, what was that ninety five, ninety six going in and getting to talk to the associate like he was like the god like he knew everything about video games so this was like my santa and i'm like you know just (laughs) like some nerdy little kid that you know doesn't know shit gets his tips and tricks magazine once in a while from the grocery store after crying for so long and yeah i I think i told the guy like you know i'm I'm really into rbgs and he recommended uh or suikoden Mm. however you want to say it and I remember, I remember him letting me try it too. And he told me, "Oh my God, you got, you can have an army of all these characters, and you play them, and it's so many hours." And and I I bought it, and it's still like probably one of my favorite RPGs to this day. And it, it that memory just sort of sticks out. It's funny you mentioned it because the guy that I worked with, I asked him to recommend an RPG, and he recommended Sakoda. I didn't obviously I didn't play it, but <laughs> I, was, I don't know why he recommended it. I didn't play it. But yeah, there's, that was a huge. That's a huge. Um, uh, franchise. They made a. They made like three or four different uh, sequels. I think to that game. Yeah, they they made a ton. And that first copy is like worth some money, rarity wise. It's like two hundred dollars. Oh, that's wow. right. I forgot. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. It's the same thing with that that's Dragon crazy. Ball Z game was like something crazy. There was like some oh, yeah, yeah, crappy yeah. Dragon Ball Z game on PlayStation. That's like crazy amount if you get the original version. But Josh, what um, what are some of your fondest memories or some of your ones that stick out in your head? From when you uh, were a little shorty, let's see. And knowing the game advisors, I mean, I mean, going <laughs> in and sitting on the floor and just looking at stuff. I mean, when I was a kid, I kind of did exactly what I do now. Whenever I go into sit a game on the floor like, and read strategy guides, <laughs> I don't, I don't sit on the floor. That is something that I did it as a kid. But like now, the last thing that I purchased at a GameStop was, like I said, my headset. But even now, as an adult. <laughs> what I'll what I'll do is like I'll go into a GameStop if I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm at a mall with with you know, with my wife or or at a mall in general, and I'm just I'm literally trying to kill time. I will go into the GameStop and literally just walk around and pick up the same game case that I just looked at two minutes ago <laughs> and look at it again. And I did that as a kid, and I remember nobody ever yelled at me to get out. You know. Uh, we, I think we were the only GameStop in my town when I was growing up. I grew up in Puerto Rico, and uh, there wasn't that many GameStops. So the one that was in my town like got a lot of traffic because you had uh, other kids that were that were like tourists, and they'd come to the island and they and they'd mm. go to the GameStop because it's like their comfort zone. Everybody speaks Spanish, but I everybody speaks video games. You mm. know what I mean? <laughs> so. Uh, and I would go in there, and I'd go in there with my friends, and we would just stare around, and they'd do tournaments, and me and my friends would go for, like, Halo tournaments and stuff like that. The first Halo tournament I ever uh, participated in was hosted in my local GameStop. Uh, I went there with my friends. We got, like, third place, if I remember correctly. Uh, and we, we we just hung out. We, it was really like a hangout spot for me and my friends growing up. Uh, nothing ever really crazy happened in the GameStop when I was a kid. All the crazy stuff that happened for me happened when I worked there. Yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a thing for for me as a kid for to be around when the crazy stuff popped off. Yeah, I 
it's kind of funny you talk about like I that's how I actually we'll get into the story of how we got hired but I kind of made made sort of friends with these group of guys that worked it was actually in Lincoln Mall I kind of made friends with them and there were a bunch of cool dudes and I I had this like idea of how cool it would be work there you know at part time which we'll get into later <laughs> about the coolness of working at GameStop but, <laughs> so cool yeah. um Justin I got a question I for think, you um, yeah. So I knew you because we worked together, right? You got hired yes. when I was the assistant manager, but you were a customer first, right? So absolutely. What What did you think of me as your game advisor slash? <laughs> if you can remember, I want to know. It's okay if you think I was a total annoying, you know, person because you know the other side now. But I'm kind of curious. What were your thoughts when you came in? You saw me working there, like, oh, what were you thinking? Wow, we're asking the hard questions yeah. now. I'm curious. <laughs> I, think <laughs> this, I think we had this conversation once before when we were really intoxicated. I can't really remember. It's kind of hazy, but I really want to know about uh, how how our relationship grew from that moment. <laughs> this is crazy. Well, we're having a podcast where at one point Peter was also my boss. Oh, oh okay. That is, that is interesting. <laughs> So we can just we can just talk about all my crappy leadership skills, I guess. Yeah, we'll just change it to that. He, um, he was an interesting boss that I remember <laughs> thinking back. Uh, no, I thought uh, I thought this this guy was somebody I could relate to, and um, you showed me you know how to alphabetize a wall, which you know that's 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 obviously takes tons of skill and mastery to be able to to be able to. Let that that magic down to a mentee such as myself around the holiday season. It was uh, it was magical. Like, no, no, magical. No, no, no. Not by the cover, by the tag, by the price tag, not by the cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we alphabetize. <laughs> um, no, it's it's funny. Yeah, because, I think uh, yeah. I I definitely shopped at that location. Um, you know, because I lived right down the street, so that that yep. was my location to go to. And I remember I was. Uh, I believe it, I was standing in line for the Halo 2 uh, midnight release, and that's when uh, Colbert, uh, the store manager, he he knew me from just talking and stuff, and we were chatting in line, and he was like, hey, you want to get a job here? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, can we swear on this? Yeah, on this yeah, it's fine, man. Okay. We're, we're adulting, so I think we're allowed uh, to. We're adult, and yeah. adults can use the F word. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> Um, am I am I using up your allowed f words though? Um, <laughs> I'll edit it in post. I'll put a bunch of beeps, or I'll, put, I'll okay. use kitten kitten meows every time you curse. <laughs> how, about I, how about I just plug in my actual microphone and just use the beeps from that? To, to... <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So yeah, no, I was in line for the Halo Two release, and he's nah, like, "Yeah, no, no, it was Halo Three. It was Halo 3. No, was, yeah. was it Halo 3? Halo 2, I worked at Crestwood. I remember this specifically because I had the Halo 2 soundtrack playing, and as soon as the doors opened up, the, the, the oh, it was playing perfectly. And like when the no. door opened, that guy, Adam, that we worked with was dying laughing because I timed it just right when the doors opened for the music to play. And as soon as you guys got up to the counter, it was like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> it was hilarious. No, that Do you have your receipt? <laughs> <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> Halo 3 was like 2007. Like I was way, I was there bef- way before that, I swear. Uh, what was Halo, Halo 2? What, when did Halo 2 release? That uh, had to have been 04, 05. I was working at Crestwood when Halo 2 launched. So, okay, hindsight, whatever. It was a Halo launch release. Gotcha. Just, it was a Halo. Yeah, yeah. A Halo, Halo And then I, I started, like, the next day. There like. was a lot of drugs and alcohol <laughs> since then, so my memory might be a little hazy. <laughs> so That's funny. So I'm glad you brought that up because my next question was going to be how you guys got hired. Um, 
like I was telling you a little bit, I, I knew these, these guys that I kind of made friends with them and I just would talk to them and I can't, I got, I filled out an application to tell me they were hiring. So I walked in and I don't know why I thought it was so cool. Like I was so cool with them. I showed up in jeans, sandals and like a t-shirt for my interview. And, <laughs> and I'm not an idiot. Like I know like that looks really dumb, but at that time in that moment, I'm like, ah, oh, these guys are cool, whatever. I'll just show up. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> I ended up getting the job because one of the guys that I actually became really good friends with, I mean, I still talk to to this day, I think he's the one to put in a good word for him. He's like, yeah, he's really good. He knows what he's doing. He's, you know, whatever. That's how I got the job. And I and I thought about, I think about that to this day. I'm like, I should have never, ever gotten that job for what I wore to that interview. Literally had like jeans with like holes in them, like, you know, like the, the styled holes or whatever. And I wore sandals. So yeah, it was... <laughs> Not not a good. You're look. hired, kid. Right, not a good look. Um, it was to be a game advisor, actually. So, um, Josh, what? How did you get hired at your GameStop? I got hired at a like a hiring like seminar thing. Uh, oh, they wow. were doing it at this at this big GameStop. This like the biggest GameStop that I think we had on the island in the like the biggest mall that we have in Puerto Rico. The uh, Plaza Las Americas uh, is the name of the mall. Uh, so they had it there. I went, I found, uh, this thing in the newspaper. I went, I had a red polo with some khaki pants and my belt, my shirt was tucked in. I was like 19, 20 at the time. <laughs> I went in there all like bright eyed, like, Ooh. and I show up and there was literally like a hundred other people. Oh line, my god! Right what? at this thing, and people like some despicable-looking people at this at this like <laughs> big like like employment push, right? So I go. I didn't know they did mass hires they, like that. So they sat us all down, and they cleared out the GameStop. They cleared out all the displays, all the racks, and they put like a hundred chairs in the uh, the foyer of the of the, the or the main floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? in the on the main floor, right? They cleared out all the stuff. And we sat down in all these chairs, and I sat kind of like in the middle of everybody. And there were like five or six managers at a big, at a bunch of tables in the front, kind of like a panel. You know what I mean? Like something you'd see at a, at like a convention or something. Um, and they literally, it took like two hours. They literally went one by one and asked, "Why do you think you'd be a good addition to the GameStop team?" <laughs> And I was like, this, even as a young kid who doesn't really know how things, I was like, this not, this is dumb. Like, this is not how, I'm pretty sure this is not how this is supposed to be done. So I stood up. It was you know my what they turn. Did? I was like, you know what they did? They were like, oh crap, we got all these people here. Just ask them all one question and then we'll just hire the one that we like the most. Go. No, so check this out. So, and then each manager was from a different, like, uh, township or borough, I guess you could say. Uh, municipality, whatever the word is, and uh, the manager for the my hometown GameStop was on the panel in front there, and I stood up and they asked me where I was from. I was like, I'm from Dorado, and they were like, Okay, so this question, whatever, why do you think? And I was like, Well, uh, fully bilingual, both read and write, both languages. Uh, I'm a good team player. I'm I'm able to work with other people. I'm a very uh, I'm easy to get along with. I'm a fun-going guy. I like to learn. I pick up quick. And I just said all the right things, you know what I mean? I told them that I was in the Army and that I learned all about team play and stuff like that. I'm an avid gamer and stuff like that. Uh, so basically, I just said all the right things. So then 
they didn't say anything to you. They just like, okay, and then wrote down on their little pad. They just wrote down on their pad and then went to the next person. They didn't even tell you to leave? They made you sit there no, and wait? No, 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 no. Yeah, we waited for everybody to finish. Oh, and then... Man. I have they, to be sure that you telling them you're from Gerudo Village is like bonus <laughs> points. So I finally get uh, through. We've, we're finished. They said, if we call you, we'll call you. So I was like, well, I'm not going to See, they call. could have just told you that after they interviewed you. Like, that's like, yeah. you know what? Whatever. You should have yeah. hired the first person because they sat through the whole damn thing. That's what they should have did. Yeah. <laughs> that guy has patience. Yeah. <laughs> so from... What I understood after talking to the manager after I got hired, uh, they only hired like 12 people from mm. for seasonal, like in that in that general region surrounding that GameStop. Uh, so anyways, so I get a call like a day later, and it was the, the, the manager that sat on the panel. She was like, hi, my name is Krista. Uh, can you come in and do an interview? And I was like, in, in the pool with my baby. You know, when they got the, when she called me, I was like, oh, fuck. So I I got up. I like left my child on the floor. I'm just kidding. Uh, I got I got up. I got, Baby I got, drowning in the pool. I got up. I got I ran home from the pool. I was with my 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 girlfriend at the time. And uh, I'd left. I ran into the house. I was like, mommy, you need to drive me to GameStop right now. And she was like, what? what, what? And I was like, you need to drive me to GameStop right now. So she drove me to GameStop. It was like a two, three minute drive. Um, got there. Walked in, freshly showered. I had changed clothes. I looked nice. And she pulled me in and she was like, so do you live around here? Had a general conversation about myself. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. And the answer you give me will determine whether or not I hire you. And I was wow, like, no and I was like, and I was like, it's so, so <laughs> she, li- she asked me this question verbatim. She said, what do you think is worse, stealing a pencil or stealing a million dollars? And I looked at her, and I was like, I thought long and hard. And I was like, this is clearly a trick question. And in my head, I thought to myself, like, I've played enough video games. I can do this shit. Right? You know, like, uh, I've done enough puzzles. It's all been for this moment right <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. So I thought to myself for, like, maybe, like, 30, 40 seconds, I was like, Stealing is stealing. And she was like, all right, you're hired. All right, I'll see you on Monday. And I was like, I was like, whoa, holy shit. Uh, like, my dumb ass would have been like, oh, a pencil. A uh, pencil would have been. <laughs> and that, then, that's uh, got to be like a clear indication of like that location, though. Because like normally it's how do you sell this pencil? No, oh, it's God. how would you not steal this pencil? So basically, <laughs> yeah. like. There's a lot of theft going on at this location. We don't care if you sell Oh, I actually, I have a story about that later on in the podcast. Ooh, interesting. The suspense. All right, we'll get to the that The suspense. So, um, awesome. Yeah, that's a great story. That's really funny. Uh, all of our different experiences. Like, I actually went through an interview process but showed up in horrible attire for an interview. Justin just got hired on the spot because he was an awesome customer. And Josh knew that stealing was wrong. So that's all I, how we got jobs at GameStop. This is awesome. Um, uh, moving on to my next my next uh, questions I have for you guys was, all right, so now we're going to get into some fun stuff because I know you guys got stories. Um, and I'm going to kick this one off. Uh, some of your favorite customer interactions. Um, so there was there's two that come to mind for me was like we were working with uh his name was colbert who's the manager that i had right um and 
this guy this was doing something. He was getting an altercation with this other customer, and this he was a young kid. Like he had been like seventeen or eighteen, and he was like, he said something, something to him. And he was like, you know what? He's like, oh, he's like, I'll knock you out. And Colbert, like he was, he looked at him. He was like, he leaned forward, slammed his hand on the table, and he looked him dead in the eye, and he said, "Well, then do it." I was like, <laughs> it got there was like it was it got dead quiet, and like, I mean, I knew Colbert was kind of you know kind of out there, but I was like, what? And he's just like, what? And do it. And he like with his accent, you know, because he's from Africa. It was just like, and do it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like. And he just, he looked at me and said, man, whatever, man. And I like walked out. I was like, I'm just sitting there with like money in my hand, you know, like with a bag in the other, just like staring at him while the other customer's watching him. And I was like, did that just fucking happen? Like, so, you don't like, mess with Colbert, man. Yeah. Hey, I learned that day. Like, whatever, man. So um, that was one of my favorite customer. Inter- it wasn't even really me. It was more of, you know, Colbert's customer interaction. But I thought that was mm-hmm. hilarious. I'll never forget that. And then the other one I had was, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, and GTA 3 were only on PlayStation 2. This showing my age right now, right? Uh, and um, <laughs> so this was only on. It was only on PlayStation 2. It was not on Xbox at the time. We all know eventually they released the dual right. thing together, right? So this this lady calls me on the phone and she's like, "Do you have Grand Theft Auto, Vice City on Xbox?" And I said, "I was like, no, ma'am. It's only on PlayStation 2." And um, I was like, we have those copies in. If you'd like to purchase one, I can set aside for you. Something like that. You know, something polite, whatever. And she was like, I was just at Best Buy, and I was holding it in my hands. It was for Xbox. It's like, what? It's like, do you even know what you're talking about? And I looked back and forth like I was by then myself. go back to Best Buy. <laughs> you know what? I did the most polite thing I could do. I was just like, well, ma'am. I was like, if you saw it at Best Buy on Xbox, I don't know. What, I don't have anything else to tell you. You can go back to Best Buy and purchase it there. And she was like, whatever. And hung up on me. Just like hung up. And I was like, golly, this lady. It just had been like Christmas time. But I was like, man, people were really like just angry. Like, you know, like, geez. So that was my two <laughs> two interactions with customers that I really remember being head. in customer service as a, as a sales rep, it opens you up to a lot of possibilities of customer interactions where people are literally trying to just pull drama. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh. So she probably knew full well that she wasn't in no Best Buy holding no GTA for Xbox. She just wanted to call it and make a problem. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sorry. I have one. I had one more. That I had one oh, work at Matson. This is my this is the other one that I thought because it ends in a happy story. So this guy he actually went just he went to the other he went to the other Matson location and they would not return okay. Madden whatever year it was right and he was really pissed. This guy was like super pissed off because he didn't like the game whatever right. So he came to me and I did the same thing. It was a new game. It was it was opened and I was like we don't do returns on it. And this guy like he got in my face and was like. I don't remember what he said or something, but he got really like he was about to punch me. So I backed away. I said, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. I'm just going to call the cops and have you escorted out of here because he wouldn't leave. And so the cops came and then he's like, what do you want me to do? I was like, you want me basically he left. Right. So then he called me up like two days later and was like profusely apologizing to me. And I was like, man, it's okay. Like I've been there. You know, we just had bad days, whatever. And so he comes in, he gets me like a $50 gift card to like, I don't know, Applebee's or whatever. And I was like, man, I was like, look, dude, it was like, Give me your, you got your receipt still? He's like, yeah. I was like, let me return that for you. So I, re- I still returned it for him, and then he left. Wow. So yeah, it was like it was kind of like an interesting like how you just had that bad day, you know, and you're just like whatever. Everyone fucking yeah. sucks. You you're the worst human being I've ever met. Even though I don't know you, it's just like it was interesting when you said that, Josh. This what triggered me when I thought about this guy. But he was he, and then from that moment on, he always came to our store. He didn't go to that other store anymore. So was, oh wow. Yeah, it was an interesting customer service moment that I had. You know, when you try to adhere to policy. So that was one I had. All right, Josh. What, what a, do you, what a 
safe. Yeah, right. It was really, <laughs> and that probably, I should have gotten fired for that according to GameStop policy, right? Because I, I returned a new open game, but whatever. Um, Josh, what do you got? I know you got some good stories from the holiday season. So, favorite uh, customer interaction. I had this uh, guy came in, and he was trying to buy an Xbox. Uh, he's trying to buy an Xbox 360, and he came in with just the intent of buying a 360. And this was actually my first sale because before they had me like on the floor, like mm. organizing, stocking. <laughs> I, I helped people around. I was still learning, learning like the computer and stuff like that. And uh, this guy came in trying to buy an Xbox. I helped him choose an Xbox, uh, and I helped him choose an additional controller that he wanted because he wanted another controller. And he ended up buying an Xbox, three controllers, a PlayStation 4, 3 with two controllers, and like six or seven games for both. Oh, my God. And I was like, I was like, first sale ever was like a K plus of, of, <laughs> of just sales. And then he reserved a bunch of stuff. I was like, everything I was feeding this guy, as you do, as a, as a, as a, as a salesperson at GameStop, like I was feeding this guy. I was like, would you like to sign up for a gamer farmer? Would you like to do this? Do you want to do this for five extra dollars? <laughs> and like, he was like, yeah, send it, send it. And you know, the crazy thing is he didn't look, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a judgmental, you know, piece of crap, you know, but he did not look like a person that could just drop money. Right. You I know what I mean? Yeah. So he was like, he looked at, after he was all done, he was like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. My son's going to be so happy this Christmas. And I was like, you lucky. Like, looking out as me being a kid, you know, mm. like, I was like, I thought that that kid was so lucky to have a dad that would go through all of that trouble for him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I've sold games to friends and have them like, come on, man, hook me up like a discount. I'd be like, <laughs> and me, me be like, I was like, so like straight edge at the time i was like no you will pay full price like mm. yelling at my friends in the store and stuff like that but my favorite customer interaction will always be that 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 first sale i ever made and That's uh good. i know your manager was probably like i'm glad this guy doesn't steal pencils <laughs> yeah yeah and it completely blew my mind when i was like told like yo we don't need you. i was like what first sale over a k <laughs> fuck you you know what i mean like <laughs> And I and I pushed I pushed a lot of reservations, and I made a lot of I made the money the store a lot of money on reservations later on, like as I worked there because I like got familiar with the system and I got familiar with what to say and how to address mm -hmm. people. And I pushed a lot of reservations, but I never made as much money as that first sale. But that will always stick with me as no, how, how like I... happy go lucky that guy was and how impressionable he was. You know what I mean? I was like, do you want this? And he was like. In my head, I'm like telling myself, you don't really need it, but you can have it. And he was like, yeah, I'll take it. Oh, so you're like, that sleazy shit. sales guy that's, you know, just yeah. like, that's what you really yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I never sold anything. that I don't think I sold anything more. Maybe maybe I might have had one transaction, but going up to a G like that, that usually doesn't really happen too often. I don't know about you, Justin. Not yeah. even on the holiday season? <laughs> maybe I'm just not remembering. Plus consoles. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'm just not remembering, but something like that. I think I said his time. Tires, I maybe a set of tires. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that's the that's some of the let go story. And when we all talk about how our 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 GameStop ten years ended. So. Uh, Justin, what, did, what were some of your favorite interactions that you had? Oh, I don't know. It's 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 been a blur at this point, but 
This I mean, I one. think like running the running the midnight uh, releases; those were always mm. fun. I, I enjoyed uh, you know setting those up and like just seeing the excitement in people and 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 how they were just appreciative of like the situations and stuff. Um, you know, some shady trade-ins that happened. I, I know we had uh, one associate. I think this was probably the most laughable one um, that took in a Wii controller that we uh, later found out was the the candy. Uh, we remote that uh, opened up. It was a little plastic thing that held candy inside of it that they sold at <laughs> stores, and she took it what? in as a trade for a Wii remote. And um, you know, <gasps> later, like you know, going through the box and seeing like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Had the sticker on it. We we remote. Had the sticker on it. Like, are you are you kidding me? Like the buttons don't press in. What are you What are you doing? <laughs> Wow, oh, but that's uh, crazy. I mean, from the angry, you know, people like you mentioned, you know, assuming that games came on other systems, um, to being told that, oh, well, this GameStop told me that this sale was going on, but not at this location. And dude, I had just... a guy when they had when we started doing buy two get one free on used games that came out. Our signage didn't say used; it said buy two games get one free. I had a guy come mm. in after I told his kids. He just he obviously he just sent his kids in, and they were like, I told him like, no, you can't. It's only on used games, whatever. And the guy came in. He was irate. He was like, he's like, this is BS. He was like, you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna sue you. I'm gonna call my lawyer and we're gonna sue you. And the dude, <laughs> this is like 2004, right? Dude shows up with those big ass cameras, those like video cameras, and is like taking video of me and the signing. Are you serious? I swear to God. Jesus. And he was like, well, yeah, I'm gonna talk to my lawyer and we're gonna sue you guys. I was like. Okay, bruh. I was like, have a nice day. Uh, it was wild, man. Like, like, it's not like I don't own this, so you do what you gotta right. do. This ain't no like... franchise, motherfucker. Like, what? <laughs> what you, I mean, McDonald's, man. Like, what are you talking about? So, it's wow. just people are wild, man. And and with retail, my wife and I always say, like, we feel like you sh- everyone should have to work in retail at least at Absolutely. some point in their life. Absolutely. You know, like to yeah. learn to deal with the the ridiculousness of other people like i think the world would be better off at least our country would be better it teaches off. you a lot yeah it teaches you a lot i know yeah, not me, only to uh, deal with the the ridiculousness of other people but to teach you what that person goes through being in retail yeah. so that you yourself can become an effective like hi i'm not trying to ruin human? your day but i had this uh <laughs> human I'm, being? I'm not trying to ruin your day and i completely understand that this sucks but this says this you know what i mean and not be yeah. that person that throws a fit in a store. No, I just go on Google and write a bad review about him now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. That's the adult thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a topic for another discussion. You people that be writing them reviews, because you only do it on a bad one. You hey, don't go on there and write a hey, good I have one. A couple I good ones guarantee it. I have a couple I good bullshit. ones. Bullshit. All right. Well, you, you you continue on what you were saying, and I'll I'll tell you what. I will, I will admit that, yes, I have a majority of bad reviews on mine, but it's my right as an adult, damn it. Uh, I pay my taxes. Uh, yeah, so that's, all, that's, no, that's great. I love hearing these stories. I love talking about them. I mean, just, I think a lot of people that just worked in retail can relate to the ridiculousness that we all had to deal with, you know, working not just at GameStop. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I was living in a video game version of the movie Clerks. I don't know if you guys ever remember yeah. that movie. Like, mm-hmm. kinda, yeah, not like, even supposed to be here today. Right. You know, like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even supposed to have this job today. Like, you know, like it's just, it's such a surreal, like when I look back on it, it just feels surreal on some of the stuff that I had to deal with. I had guys threaten to shoot me because I wouldn't take their PS2 back. That was like broken. Um, 
and they would like they like left. <laughs> it had a gun hole in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> a, a bullet hole. Yeah, like a people. Gun. The just, roaches, the dust. Oh the, my god. Oh. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, I had a lot of. We we all had a lot of interesting interactions with the customers. So um. So I'm gonna. Hey, I'm on. trying to return this PlayStation. Well, what's wrong with it? Oh, I. Where's just, the top? I dropped in a river. Well, yeah. you can't take. I can't take it back if you're the one that ruined it. Oh, what the hell, man! <laughs> a frog jumps out of the disk drive. <laughs> Oh man! Like you still take that trading though. We just have to mark it down twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, move, moving on. I got a couple more things I want to get into. I, I feel like these are getting better and better as we go. So, what are some of the things you loved, liked, and hated, um, Justin? I'm gonna go with you. What are some of the things that you loved? Some of the things that you liked, <laughs> and things you just absolutely hated about working at GameStop? You know, GameStop it holds a special place in my life and my heart. It was like, it was like. Finding the one you love and then divorcing them later on. Like, it was starting off like, holy crap, I'm about to be working at a video game store. This is awesome. Like, this is everything I want to do in my life. And then you you progress through it. And then you have shaky times. You might have some fights. And then... And then you just have a bad divorce, like, and then you then you're just bitter about the whole like thing. And you look back on it and you try to remember the good times and... You know, some of those things were like, like you said, everybody needs to work there. I feel like I learned a lot of social skills uh, just dealing with strangers, you know, being in there and being able to learn patience. So I look back at my time and I think I learned a lot and I'm also bitter about a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, it was working with video games and being able to be that associate that I once looked up to as Santa Claus for all these other young kids that were coming in and being able to recommend to them, having conversations with their parents being able to steer, you know, these young minds to the direction that, uh, you know, me being a narcissist, uh, <laughs> like, no, these are the games you should be playing. Don't play that trash <laughs> game over there. Play this one. This is the one. You want to play Sakodin 4. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? Is that better than Rayman Raving, Raving Rabbits? Like... Yes, get that trap. No, actually, no, that do- that game's dope. So, uh... <laughs> ma'am, you shouldn't be buying Grand Theft Auto for your child. Why? Because he's three, ma'am. You shouldn't get this for him. We had someone buy a Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, a lady buy it for her, like four year old, five year old son on Xbox. I mean, you're telling me about it. Yeah, we were like, this ma'am, is like, ma'am. So she bought it. She, we, we did our due diligence to tell her. She's still. This game it. is a pervert's heaven. Yeah. <laughs> As her titties are half hanging out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. That's so, fun. Um, so, yeah, you... no, I loved I loved the whole experience. I liked it a lot, and I also hated it. So it was a roller coaster. That's, that's a great analogy you put. Like, GameStop's like that hot girl that you finally got to hook up with, and mm-hmm. then you, you think it's all great, and then you marry her, and then you realize marriage sucks, and then finally <laughs> she leaves you. Because you weren't good enough for her. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. That's <laughs> um, how it was. Take a sip of whiskey. Yeah. Um, you weren't adventurous enough uh, translates roughly to you didn't push enough uh, pre-orders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was on top of it. Yeah. I was definitely that. Um, Josh, what are some of the things that you loved, liked, hated during your time there? So uh, the thing that I loved was uh, just being in that en- environment as a as a young guy uh, who loved video games. I loved being around and working with it. I mean, I mean, just like Justin said, you feel like that uh, euphoric. I guess uh, uh, get into that mental state where you think like, oh, 
I get to tell people what games are good and what games are bad. And then maybe one day they'll just stop making bad games. You know what I mean? Like you have like that, like that, uh, underrated belief in yourself that you're truly making a difference, but you know, it's important to you as an individual who's learning, you know, social skills and you're growing. Uh, but definitely one thing that I hated was my manager, the person who hired me. I detested this person. She didn't know anything about video game. All she knew was numbers. She didn't care. Like, Sometimes she'd be on the floor, like, looking at the condition of, like, a display or something, and a customer would approach her, and, hi, can you help me with... No. Go talk to one of my associates. Ah. She would wave her hand at them and just go in the back. Hmm. And then, uh... And then she would sit behind the counter in a chair and just eat a cup, like, those little, like, peach... Like uh, like fruit cups. <laughs> she would just sit back there, and then she would come back after her lunch break with food. She'd be gone her whole lunch break, and then come back with like more food. And then she'd be like, "Yeah, I ate, but I picked this up on my way back just in case I get hungry." But instead of waiting till she got hungry again and like eating in the back, she would just eat it at behind the counter. Like just slam it into her face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it was like. You know, she she was very rude. She thought that she knew everything. Uh, we tried to ask her for advice on like, and we tried to have simple like conversations with her. You know, we're with her all day in the store. You know, it's important to get to know <laughs> the people that you work with, especially if you work in retail. You know, you don't know. Oh, you know, you know. Uh, for an example, you know, Johnny's not uh, the kind of person you want to make threats to. Might as well go over there and try to defuse this situation for. Johnny comes back tomorrow and shoots up this whole damn store. You know what I mean? Oh, so that Johnny. It's important. It's important to make those those connections with your coworkers, especially if you work in retail. In my opinion, um, absolutely. But you're trying to have a conversation with her, and she would just like push it off and don't talk to me. I don't care about the games. I just want you to make money, like kind of idea. And it just like took away from the experience for me. You know what I mean? It, it, oh, my immersion. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, that was definitely something that I hated, but loved. I definitely loved the environment on days that she didn't work. And it was just, you know, my, uh, my, the guy senior to me was, his name was Carlos. It was just me and him. And we just worked together and we got along great and it was fun. And we just had a great time. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, no, it's. So story about me and Justin, right? So we ended up working together. I was the assistant manager when he got hired. Colbert was our manager at the time, and he's the one that mm-hmm. um, hired Justin. And this dude, man, this motherfucker was always like, you need to come over, man, just hang out and have a beer. And me being an introvert, <laughs> right? I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. I, I'm very introverted, right? You know, I don't like to go out, you know, whatever. That's just how I am. And Justin, mm-hmm. man, like, he was not having it, dude. Like, he was always like, hey, why don't you, like, he wasn't, like, overbearing or creepy about it. At least I don't recall him being creepy about it. But, <laughs> yeah. in my face right. with no pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so, like, yeah, eventually I went there, and then that's when I met Craig, and then um, mm-hmm. um, he, like, your mom and Liz and the whole group and everyone. It was just, like, we just a click, and, like, you were my spot to go to. 
to hang out every weekend and we just we played board yes, games sir. together we played rock band together and like those are some of the most those are some of the most fun times that i've had with groups of friends even as a kid was um was going to your house had just drinking high life and you know, <laughs> you know smoking newport so whatever remember i smoked playing ring of fire oh and... yeah ring of fire and remember the time i don't know if you remember this i remember i think i don't remember where we were at but i was like i think we were at a bar and i was like i took a drag out of a cigarette and you like smashed my my beer bottle and then I went to drink it. And I, started, and then, and I couldn't drink it because I had took a drag of my cigarette and I like blow it out. Um, so I have a lot of fond memories, man, of uh, going to your house. So that Those was are great. Of, yeah, we had like the full GameStop crew over there yeah, every weekend. Yeah, everybody. And so I still talked to Angela, who I knew from high school, who was supposed to be here today, couldn't make it. So those are some of my, my fondest memories. The things I just hated was um, a Black Friday I couldn't enjoy, or Thanksgiving I couldn't enjoy because I knew I had to come to work yep. the next day. Christmas yep. was terrible yeah. because you knew... If you, and a lot of people don't know this, but the day after Christmas is actually the busiest day of the year for GameStop. Um, mm-hmm. And so, returns all that shit. Yeah, so it was like you're just dreading it. Like you're you're trying to enjoy time with your family, and then you, you know you just dread because you have to go into work the next day. You know it's going to just suck balls all day long. So, um, yeah, those are the things that, that I hated. Um, uh, so um, that being said, the the last thing I kind of want to kind of get into, I want to tap into the the coup de gras or whatever the the topping of this podcast episode is. I want to know the craziest moments that you guys experienced. I'm talking about <coughs> the wildest thing that you guys because I know I have one or two, maybe three or four. <laughs> Justin, mm-hmm. I know you do. Josh, I'm sure you do. So I'm gonna start with you, Josh. What is the craziest moment that you recall from? Uh, stop. Okay, so. We had a guy get murdered in front of the store. Oh my god! In, okay, in his in his you car. Win. You win. Game over. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I was I was in a, I was in the back, uh, unboxing. I forgot what I was unboxing, but I was unboxing something, and then just we were we we worked in a strip mall. It wasn't a, a mall like we didn't work inside. So like the parking like spaces were facing. literally okay. yeah like outdoor facing. So like the parking lot and spaces were right there. And mm-hmm. this guy was sitting in his car, and he had just walked out. He had just bought something. And this other car rolled up behind him. It was like 9.30 at night. Wow! Took him out. Damn. And then the cops showed up. They asked everybody for their statement. Uh, but that was pretty crazy. Uh, what did he that buy? Was, I don't remember. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a question it was just that you game. have? <laughs> you heartless. <laughs> like, it, could, bitch. it could be ironic. He could have bought GTA. Like, you <laughs> but know, he, but like the guy, <laughs> I do remember seeing the person. Uh, like who he was, and he definitely looked like a shady. Mm. So there you go, you judgmental he... asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He definitely. He came in. He was serious. He was like, "Yo, let me get this." And they were like, "My time new? short." New or used? <laughs> he was like, "New or used?" And he was like, "Used, new. I don't care." And they gave it to him, and he like he walked out. He paid for it cash. He just threw. He just gave the money. He didn't use his card. Would you like a receipt. He didn't stay I by. Won't be needing this. <laughs> Why, but <laughs> but uh, that was my first time being near uh, some type of violence like that. You know what I mean? Um, was wow. it the last time? I hope. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But oh, uh, stay tuned. But to the next what are you talking about? <laughs> next week when Josh murder in your life <laughs> episode <Yeah>. two. <laughs> but uh, let's see. We had one day while I was on uh, on shift, a crackhead came in, and 
Ah, asked the everybody asked everybody in the store. He was high too, so he was doing like that Matrix lean while he was talking. And <laughs> so Michael Jackson, he, the smooth criminal. Yeah, like straight. Yeah. He was so he walks up to almost everybody in the store and was asking them like, "Yo, can you spare a dollar?" And then he was asking us how we got the job here. He's like, "What do I got to do to work here?" And we were like, "Well, you just got to fill out an application, man. You know, we have one here." And then he you was like, "Thank you." Should have asked him the question. <laughs> <laughs> what is worse this field a pencil or a million dollars whichever one gets me the most crack rocks <laughs> but then uh out of after we engaged him you know he was he kept perusing around and, and walking around and looking at stuff and then in the back of the store not he didn't go into like the back room, but in like the back, like where we had like our PlayStation like games, where <clears> in <throat> that back left corner, he stood in that corner behind a display and fucking took a shit on the floor. Oh <laughs> no! I swear what? to God! Oh. Swear to God! Oh wow! Swear to God! Took a shit on the floor, and then the last thing that I could think of of note uh, was the oh the Black Ops Midnight release. So. The Black Ops Midnight release, right? I wasn't, I wasn't selling anything that night, but I was there, right? And I was still hired at the time. Uh, I was still an employee, but I showed up, you know, because I was also buying the game, you know? So I showed up before. They let me in before midnight and stuff like that because I was an associate. Uh, but my manager knew that I used to play Airsoft and Paintball, like, competitively, you know? Mm. So, and she knew that I was in the army. So she was like, do you have like any uniforms or like stuff you could bring? <laughs> and so like, I came to GameStop dressed in full BDUs, like with, a, with kit and an AG and like stood in the doorway and like they let people in and everybody was like taking pictures with me with like the black ops banner behind them and stuff like that. Uh, and that was pretty cool. But then, uh, because I actually made a suggestion to keep the consoles for people because people were playing the game, which I also didn't understand why, why they were doing that. They were letting people play the game before it released on the consoles mm, in the okay. front. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and the Xboxes and the consoles weren't in cases because you know how like they had like those cases to keep people from messing with the console. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Of some, there were like four or five of them. <clears throat> that weren't in those cases because we had three display cases where people could play a game if they had it there, like a little demo, whatever. And I was like, yo, you should put those consoles under the, the counter behind so like people don't touch them. And she just didn't listen. She was like, no, we don't have the space. It's going to be too cluttered. Just put it on the counter. And somebody straight up walked in, <laughs> hit the eject button on an Xbox, grabbed the disc, and just bolted. <laughs> And oh, then she man. got she got mad at us for not paying attention. We're like, there's 200 fucking kids in this store right now, <laughs> and you put you made the decision to put the consoles on the counter. And then immediately after that happened, and we called the police and stuff, and they checked security footage. Like while they were doing that, we were moving the consoles back under the desk. But <laughs> that is definitely one of my more memorable uh, <laughs> moments about a robbery that is kind of funny if you think about it because it completely could have been avoided. All right, so I got a robbery story that is funny, okay? This is a funny okay. story. <laughs> this is not like, you know, like sad. No one, you know, no one died, thank God. But, <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> 
so what happened Nobody was... Nobody took a shit. Right. This is more funny, because... So what happened was, this guy comes in. It's late at night. It's probably about 8.45. You know, we're getting ready to close the store. My girlfriend actually came by. Um, yeah, I was that shitty assistant manager that had their girlfriend come into the store. You get ready to close, <laughs> right? Whatever. You're not supposed to do that. Anyways, so she came by. I had an associate. Her name was Jamie, um, who actually still... Actually, no, I haven't talked to her in years, but she was a very nice girl. Um, whatever, right? She's a game advisor, not a gamer at all. Wife. Not, no, it wasn't my wife. No, actually, her name, my wife's name is Jamie, but her name was Jamie too. But, anyways, That's right? Okay, anyways, uh, so this so guy walks see a pattern in. Pattern here, this guy, yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy walks in, right? And not to be judgmental like Josh is here, but he seemed, <laughs> he seemed kind of shady, right? The way he was looking, he was fidgety, whatever. He's like, You got any PS2s? I was like, Yeah, I was like, They're in the back, and they're he asked him, He was like, Where are they at? And I was like, Oh, they're locked in the back. He's like, Oh, can I get one? I was like, okay. So I go in back, door shuts, I grab it, I walk, open the door. He's standing right there, like literally, since the door opens. Like we're like face to face, like we could kiss, right? So then he like, he like grabs it immediately, right? But he doesn't run away. I'm just like, oh shoot, like what's going on here? And he's like, okay. He's like, yeah. I was, he's like, I was like, take it to the, I immediately told him, take it to the counter and she'll ring you up. And I know something was up. So I go and I'm stand, I go to stand by the door. And so he hands it back to Jamie and Jamie's like, okay, great. And so she puts it on the counter. I'm like, okay, okay. I was like, thank God, like, he's not going to take it. <laughs> so she rings him up, and she. So says, you were so I'm sorry for some context. You were standing at the front door. Front door. At this yeah, point, I went to the front and door. And Jamie was at the counter. Yeah, and she was okay. going to ring him up, right? And so she has the PS4 and puts it on the floor behind the counter. And she rings him up. She tells him the price, and the guy looks at her all confused. And he was like, "Why so much?" <laughs> and I'll never forget. She looks at him. She's like confused. She goes, "Because it's a PS2, or yeah, it was a PS2." She's like, "Because it's a PS2." <laughs> like, what do you want me to say, right? And so he was like, "Can I see it again?" And she picks it up and gives it to him. And I'm like, "No!" In my head, I'm screaming like, "No, no, no, no!" And then so he's he's holding his hand like he's palming it like it's a basketball as he's walking up to me. So I mouth my I mouth to Jamie. I'm like, "Call 911," because this guy's literally gonna try to run with it. And I shit you not, she looks at my girlfriend and says, what's the number? I swear to God, she says this to her. She's like, <laughs> I am not, this is 100%, I will go on my grave that she says this to her. Because we, we joke about it, like, we were joking about it afterwards. Anyways, oh so, my. so eventually my girlfriend tells her what the phone number is. So she, she's calling the cops, right, at this time. This guy's walking out to me. He's got it. He's holding it, palming like a basketball, right? So it's underneath his hand, and he's holding at the top. And he's walking to me, looking at me. He's like, "Let me go talk to you outside. Let me go talk to you outside." And I was like, "No, man, no, this is not gonna happen." And I literally slapped it out of his hand like a basketball, like I'm trying to steal a basketball, right? I slap it out it of his hand. It goes bowling with a steal, <laughs> right? And then what happens is, so then. Then the PS PS two falls on the ground. The box is rolling around. He tries to dive on it. My girlfriend tries to dive on it. I go down and I'm like it's a freaking football uh, fumble, you know, like or a scrum and rugby. And then finally he like reaches into his pocket, and my my girlfriend at the time just jumps up. She said, "No, no, no, just let him go. Just let him go." So I got up and he ran. And by that time the cops were on their way. Eventually the cops did tackle him in an alley and get it back. And then it was this. It was like. The wildest story. And that same day, I got pulled over for uh, for speeding. And so they took my license before I came to work. <laughs> and on my way home, I got pulled over again for not coming to a complete stop at a red light, making a right-hand turn. And, I didn't, and in Illinois at that time, they took your license away. And so I only had my ticket. And so they had to take me to the station. And they had to basically keep oh, me there. My God. Not like arrested, but I had to sit there until they could process me and realize that who I was. 
it was the one of the worst days of my life. But did they have? Oh uh, my goodness! Did they have cameras? We had yes, we had cameras at that time, and so we had to, we gave the tape to them, and and we found out later talking to the loss prevention manager, we never saw it again after we gave it to them mm. to the cops. But that that would have been a fun one to see. That was the craziest pie story. I'm gonna leave it there because I have some other. Unfortunately, I have more robbery stories, which are just sad. But it was that was probably the, the worst one. So, um, all right, Justin, I'm gonna have you take us home. What is the craziest thing that has happened to you at GameStop, or some of the craziest things? Well, I got I got a robbery story. That's 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 let's do it. We apparently all apparently it's, it's, it's apparently it's the club. place to rob. Yeah. Robbery's fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So this is when I was uh, the assistant manager at the time. And I think I had two other associates working that night. And this was like towards the end of the night, probably 10, 15 minutes to close because that's how robbers do. Um, I remember, let's see, it was two guys that come in. They had their masks on. So like right away, I think one of the associates that was sitting down, like he jumped up and let out like a huge scream. It was like, it scared me. I was like, what Mm. the fuck? (laughs) And... I'm like, oh shit, this is okay, this is what's happening. One dude uh stayed at the door. He had like a um uh like it looked like a, it was a shotgun, but it was like small, so I don't know, like I don't know, is that a sawed off or like a handheld shotgun? Like it looked like it was fucking a cowboy shotgun. Little, and, uh, little Mossberg pump. There you go. Sure. Well uh uh uh, check that later uh, for, for relevance. <laughs> uh, then the other guy comes straight up to me uh, behind, you know, up to the counter, and we had customers in the store too. I think there was it was there was a lot of people in that night. There was oh, probably man, like five scary. or six. And uh, I remember like one guy had like a long coat on, and like he had his kid with him, and he, I remember him like hiding his kid in his coat as he like went mm. to the corner of the store. And, uh, yeah, the dude had, like, a pistol, aimed it at me, and he was like, you know, open up the registers, give me all the money out of the safe, blah, 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 all that stuff. And me, like, my heart's going a million miles an hour, I'm getting tunnel vision, and, like, you needed to log into the register in order to open it up, so, like, I'm sitting here just, like fucking up my password every time and then shit out of me just eh, yeah just i'm like fuck and the whole time like you know this dude's like i'm gonna kill you get it open and like the tunnel vision is getting smaller and smaller and i'm like just trying and uh i got the register open gave him the 200 dollars that was in there you know and uh put the code into the safe and and i'm like hey listen you know like it's on a it's on a timer it's gonna be like 15 minutes and he's like if that doesn't open up now like i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna shoot you i'm gonna shoot you i'm gonna kill you if it doesn't open up and uh like just panicking in that moment and then like the other guy that was watching the door like i remember him like specifically telling one of the other kids that was in the store like go ahead and grab an xbox little man like he was like telling this little kid like get whatever you want i'm like what the fuck is wrong with these people and uh it was like they didn't stay long enough for the safe to get open it was probably like another five minutes after getting the register open and then they they finally just booked it and um we had the the cops come they ended up finding them they had a uh a third person that was in the getaway driver who was uh parked in like the walmart parking lot like a a a few uh stores down and so they ended up catching them they came back and 
they got our statements and stuff. And I just remember like the pit of my stomach, just like on fire, just hurting so bad from like, I don't know, stress or something. Mm. And, uh, it was crazy. And it was like the next day, like loss prevention and shit came in and then they ended up, they moved the cameras down, downward to see like more of the associates behind the counter and the registers. And I remember that just being like, just a shitty feeling like we just got robbed yesterday and now you're changing the cameras down to look at us to make sure what we're doing is all right. Like it just felt like really bad timing. Like, are you kidding me? Like we just got robbed and you're going to, you're focusing on like internal theft, which hadn't occurred. All right. So So, that, that is like really messed up. And I remember you calling me that day or a couple days later, tell me like, cause I mm -hmm. worked at that. So I think you were the assistant manager at the time, right? So yeah, or, yeah, or whatever. And now that's the same store that I was at before I basically was let go. I'm not gonna get into that story today, but um, I know you're you're what you're talking about with loss prevention because I went through a robbery at the same time. But you know what I did? I fucked up and I didn't I didn't um put the money into the safe. I didn't do my drops that night because we were so busy. I just forgot, and we so happened oh, yeah, to yeah. get robbed that night. Right, same situation. Wow. Right, so we, at gunpoint. Um, I'm not I don't I'm not gonna get into details, but. I remember talking to this guy, the loss prevention guy. He was like basically (laughs) literally belittling me on the phone, like telling me that I should have never done that. Like, what is wrong with you? Are you stupid? Mm. Like the most unprofessional thing you can think of. The stuff he was saying to me outside of cursing to me literally 15 minutes after we had just gotten robbed at gunpoint. So that's yeah. Right. And so I don't think I met any good loss prevention folks that worked there like yeah. every one of them was a dick they yeah. they were pompous they they just they were the worst yeah and it's it's crazy that this is how that's that we were treated so um but i just want to say that because i kind of relate to that because i was in the same store and we had the same experience mm-hmm. with the lp and everything so um that means i come on and end it on a happier note um i just want to say that this has been a ton of fun um, I, I'm yeah. kind of kind of in it there. I think we've hit all of the main topics I wanted to get into. I kind of wanted to hear our our termination stories, but um, this is more of a happy time. This is more of a happy theme kind of <laughs> podcast. So I don't want to open up any you know old wounds <clears throat> for you, Justin. We'll leave that leave that alone. But um, I will say this: if I had never gotten fired from GameStop, I feel like I would never met my wife, who I'm still married to and have two beautiful children with. Because when I got fired from GameStop, I wound up working at Sam's Club, and that's where I met my wife. And then I go. ended up joining the military. So that's how I, like I said in the beginning, I like to spin it that way. I would agree. I would totally agree. If so. I hadn't got fired, and I wouldn't have pushed myself to do the things I'm doing now. So yeah, that's awesome, right? So. Um, and you, I know you're doing awesome things out there in California, and I, and I hope to have you back because I want to talk to you about what you're doing um, in the video game industry, which is very Absolutely. interesting to me. Happy so, to be back. Um, and Josh, we can talk more about your uh, morbid um, life history lessons that you went through. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the crazy thing is he was only there for a few months, right, and he right. had those like, major stories. Yeah, like, exactly, Imagine yeah. if you had a longer stint there, exactly. the things you could tell. So, uh, so Josh and Justin... I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on. I want to thank you guys for being my friends and still keeping in touch. Cause, um, yes, sir. Thank uh, you. I really appreciate <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> All right. All right. So that being said, if you guys want, you guys have some social media and some things, you know, and out there in the public, uh, Genesis, if someone wants to reach out to you, um, how can they reach you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on all the socials on Instagram. You can find me at Genesis.ghn on Twitter. I'm at xgenesis underscore gh because consistency is awesome and 
Uh, I hate that they're not consistent. But yeah, you can find me on there. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Genesis underscore GH. Twitch is 48 most entertaining streamer. <laughs> Come and find me. The lewdness, the partying, it's all a good time. Also, uh, shout outs to the Gamers Haven Network, which is a community yeah. I run for streamers and gamers alike, just all about helping promote you and your stuffs. So find us. Yes, you're doing. Gamers Haven is really cool, you guys. I, I highly recommend everyone checking it out. I like the the group of people in there. Everyone's chill. It's just a really nice group of people we got in there in that that community. So none of that toxicity seems to really mm-hmm. fil- filter in. So I love that group. Um, Josh, if anyone wants to meet, you know, get at get at you. Um, uh, how can they find you if they want to? Do you not want them to find you? I mean, that's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on uh, Twitter at as a uh, Wick Actual, and then uh, like John Wick. No, not John Wick. I get that question a lot, actually, believe it or not. Uh, It's died down since the movies are a little older now. But uh, Wick Actual on uh, Twitter and then uh, uh, Josh Wick on Facebook. Uh, I plan on getting into Twitch here soon, so I might actually be more in contact with you here, uh, uh, Justin, about that game. Because I definitely have a lot to learn, and it's something that I do want. Yeah, man. So we, would love, we will help you out. We'd love to see you in there. I, I've been kind of laying low right now, but I'm kind of getting back into things now that I'm settled down in my personal life, uh, I think. Uh, but anyways, you can find me at, at Pistol Pete with two E's on um, P-E-E-T-E at Twitter and Instagram. The extra um, E for excitement. Yeah, well, <laughs> at Pistol Pete was already taken, believe it or not. No. <laughs> so you can find me there on Instagram and um, Twitter. That's where I'm at. Again, the podcast is Nerds Adulting, all things grown up, nerds, whatever. Uh, we're here to talk about so i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and stay tuned for for more interesting and fun topics all right everyone god bless and see you later bye-bye thank you i'm actually going to edit out god bless because i don't believe in god so (laughs) 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 Um, i'm just going to end it right right before that i'm just like snip it off like nope